Good evening. You are tuned into WMSC for Local Live tonight. Uh, we have Northless in the studio. My name is Aaron, joined by Carol Roach. And uh, if you're not familiar with Northless, the last time they were here, they uh, they rightfully almost blew us out of the studio. They are loud. They are metallic. They are really great. And uh, I'm really excited to have them back in here for their brand new record, which is called Last Bastion of Cowardice. I'm going to let Cal wax poetic on them for one second. Well, they've been one of my favorite bands, Milwaukee bands of all time, I have to say. They're just, uh, when I first saw them, there's another uh, another shout out to the sadly defunct Borg Ward, but that was the first time I saw them um, back in 2009 opening for uh, across tundras and it was just I was just blown away I was floored by their sound they didn't sound like anything else that I I was really aware of in in Milwaukee and uh, really anywhere they they've just kind of kept evolving um, and sort of like adding elements to their sound this whole time but you still you'd never mistake their new album for anything but Northless so uh, uh, yeah last bastion of cowardice I think uh, if you like heavy music, you're going to dig what you hear tonight. I think they're going to be playing a lot from that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really very excited as well. Um, like you have seen them many times, I think probably at the Borg Ward a couple times. Um, Cactus Club Bunch and these guys just slay. And it's one of those things where if you don't bring earplugs, uh-oh. <laughs> but yeah, it's still enjoyable. So um, so what we're going to do is play our uh, little thing that lets you know who mixed... WMSC's local live possible and thank them and here we go and we'll be right back in just a moment don't go anywhere WMSC's local live is supported by Club Garibaldi located at 2501 South Superior Street in Bayview open seven days a week Club Garibaldi serves burgers hot wings and more and features live music weekly for more information and Club Garibaldi's live music events, visit clubgaribaldi.com. All right. Thanks to Club Garibaldi for making Local Live on WMSE possible tonight. Our guest is Northless. And now, live from the Bob and Jeannie Friedman Live Performance Studios, we bring you Northless on WMSE's Local Live.
Hi, this is Ashley. And Tyler. And we're from the band Whips. You are listening to 91.7 WMSC. WMSC is proud to bring our listeners Local Live each and every Tuesday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. Local Live on WMSC is sponsored by Club Garibaldi and airs live from the Bob and Jeannie Performance Studio each week for one full hour. Each guest musician's diverse influences and insights are sandwiched in between those great and equally diverse and unscripted performances you've come to expect from local musicians hailing from Milwaukee and right next door. Hosted by WMSC Music Director Aaron Wolf and her co-host Cal Roach. Local Live is engineered by WMSC. WMSC's Billy Cicerelli, who puts the shine on the audio that WMSC listeners have come to expect. Tune in each Tuesday at 6 p.m. for WMSC's Local Live. WMSC.org to stream live or in the archives or 91.7 on your radio dial. More about Local Live at WMSC.org slash schedule. WMSC 91.7 FM Milwaukee. Your champion for local music since 1981. Here we are back in the WMSC studios, and this time we have the band Northless in tow. How are you guys? Good. Hey, thanks for having us. Yeah, of course. Because <laughs> all came dressed in black. <laughs> How appropriate. We coordinated a little bit. You know? But really great t-shirts, I might add. <laughs> Why, thanks. Some reckless records going on. Hernia movers. Work, so <laughs> Me too. All right. Whatever. <laughs> to work. It's, a, it's a good thing. Okay, so I want to know, when did each of you start getting into heavier music? Because later we'll go over your song pick for the end of the segment. So I know you all weren't listening to only heavy music since you were like toddlers. So <laughs> <laughs> you sure? <laughs> you didn't come out of the womb listening to like <laughs> Guar or something. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. That sounds pretty good, actually. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, why don't you turn this off? Yeah, yeah. Um, when did I start listening to heavy music? Yeah, yeah. When? Uh, probably after I started playing guitar. I started playing guitar when I was 12, and um, when you're a teenager learning how to play guitar and being loud is, you, you figure out being loud is really cool and a lot of super fun, you just kind of push it farther and farther. This isn't loud enough. This isn't heavy enough. And then you end up in, then you end up in death metal and, and other weird genres like that. Um, and even that doesn't get heavy enough after a while so you end up in Northless <laughs> can you hear okay have you had a hearing test recently um, I mean I'm shocked I wear earplugs all the time yeah. okay uh, I, I actually I didn't start wearing earplugs until I was probably 25 or something like that so wow. there's there's a fair amount of tinnitus in my yeah. life that just like knocks me on the floor just like oh where did that come from yeah the damage is already done yeah the damage is already Maybe. done but uh, you look like you have a smile on your face about it <laughs> so Okay. Go I just, sometimes. you know, uh, I'm just go back to that first thing I said where playing loud is like really fun and cool. Uh, and that's where the smile comes from. Yes. Like, I feel like it's totally worth it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good. Oh, man. Yeah, I know. That's no, okay. That's fine. Yeah, how about the rest of you? When did you first uh, get into loud, heavy stuff? Probably uh, when I heard, first heard Zeppelin, I guess. So I must have been 15, uh, sitting in between the seats of a. 1976 Camaro on the way down to Summerfest. Sweet. That's really specific. It wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. I, dude, I remember the first time I heard Days and Confused. I can't, I, that was it. And then, I mean, I, I, I will say I did get a copy of Justice for All on cassette when I was 12. Uh, but that, I wasn't, that didn't suit me at the time. <laughs> I was like, yeah, man, Metallica is great. And uh, it didn't lead me into, you know, death and uh, Morbid Angel and all that kind of junk. It was like, no, I'm going to go listen to rap for like six years. So I like that. Yeah, well, yeah, I do what I can. Cool. Yeah. You so, can hear the influence in what we do. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, I mean, it's all it's all R and B. It's a lot of that hip hop New Jack Swing. Down. I think is really important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Eric, oh yeah. Uh, so when I was nine, true story. When I was nine, my older, much cooler sister made me a mixtape. On one side of the tape was Voivod Killing Technology. The other side was Fugazi In on the Kill Taker. I was nine, so it, like I wasn't ready for that. But I did listen to it a lot and tried to get it. And then when I was 11, I heard Metallica. 
And you heard Voivod before Metallica? Yeah, weird, right? I know. <laughs> I know. And then uh, and then I was 12, and I begged my parents for a bass, and they said no. So I bought a guitar with my own money uh, behind their backs, and they were pretty mad for about, you know, a good month or so. And then I, you know, then they heard that I, they realized I wasn't going to put it away and, like, not do things with it. So, yeah. and then, you know, kind of like what these guys said, the next it was, like, Headbangers Ball and MTV and Death Metal, and uh, that's pretty much... The progression from here to then till now. So. And your parents are still, are they still uh, not so cool with their choice of <laughs> music? Well, they, they seem pretty supportive now, I that's guess. Good. I mean, they, at least they, they, they talk to me and stuff. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so that's about as supportive as you get when it comes to me. So. All right. <laughs> well, uh, prior to, well, he had mentioned uh, Headbangers Ball. That was a big one for me, watching that when I was about 13 or so and being introduced to bands like Slayer and stuff. Before that, it was just only oldies in my house so kind of went from one extreme to the other and uh then it was it and i had to have a guitar and you know i've still been playing since then so yeah but it, it had to have been like the mtv generation and stuff like that like headbangers ball making it happen for me it's funny you mention the oldies because the the only piece of music i ever heard was that classical piece the planet mm-hmm. it's the only thing my dad ever listened to in my house my mom didn't listen to music so i went from that to Boyvod. <laughs> so as you can imagine, I was like, whoa, music's weird. <laughs> kind of ruined it's me, I think. Fascinating. Yeah, it's pretty weird. So you guys all started, when you started playing music, was it instantly heavy stuff for the most part? I, would, I think my first, I didn't get in my first band until I was 17. And it was, I mean, a heavy-ish band. I tried to make it heavier than I think the other guys in the, the band wanted it to be. Um, but yeah, it was, it was like a metal-ish, metal-ish band. And then after that, it was all heavy stuff, pretty much, uh, except for like a few things. Yeah, uh, I think I started playing uh, grunge when I started like playing with other people. Uh, it was the '90s. I'm not. I would say mine was a heavy grunge yeah. band too. Actually, it, I, I mean, was, it was '97 when I was 17. So. It was probably heavier than like what was on the radio because like. We didn't really have any ideas how to write riffs, so like every riff was like a knuckle dragger. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, this is so heavy. Right. Uh, yeah, no no room for nuance. Not, not really tuned into the idea of nuance or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, by, by the end of high school or whatever, I was uh, already playing like blast beats and things like that. So, But we all played a lot. I think at least a couple, I would say, not so heavy things. Like Jerry had a really... Uh, acoustic sort of tec- technical yeah almost technical metal on acoustic guitar yeah. probably, but but that's an understatement <laughs> because I don't want to make it sound like it's days the new like you know like, you know what I mean like it's that's, not that's like exactly that exactly what you described well, right it's yeah. totally it's totally it's nobody new. was even thinking of days of the new right. I, I said it <laughs> but if you think about the progression of things like yeah. what we did as teenagers yeah. and then what you're describing is like we, yeah. we did as like 20 year olds who yeah. were like trying to prove that we're artists or whatever right, that's so true. we toned it down a little or something we like did, that we did do that a little bit yeah yeah, yeah all, all of our weirder bands are definitely from when we were in our 20s and such. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. prog rock's a natural progression. I mean, <laughs> now granted, my first band was not heavy in the slightest. Ugh. But do you remember hearing, you remember hearing Don Caballero for the first time? Yeah, I do. like, I want to do that. Yeah, what that car was, were you in when you heard Don Caballero? Uh, actually, I think I was listening to Dave White's uh, radio show in uh, River West uh, Public Radio oh, yeah. at the time. So, yeah, no, I... You're dating yourself here, friend. I know. <laughs> we're, we're, like, it's describing fine. our musical history. I'm pretty sure we've dated ourselves. <laughs> yeah, that true. Okay. Phil Collins is the greatest. Anyway. <laughs> he was really he, good. He is really good. He is yeah, really good. He yeah. still is. Isn't he retired, though? It's no, he's we back now. He's back. He's, he's, back. Oh, wow, okay. he's here to save music. Okay, he might. It's possible. You ever see him play drums? He, he probably will, actually. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Phil Collins, the savior. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> gotta back. have one. It's either him or Mad Max. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 and I can tell you guys hang out a lot together. <laughs> well, this is great. I, is I, feel obvious, like yes. I feel like I'm at your practice space. We've spent some time, or something. Spent some time in the van. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is this is probably the G-rated version of the conversation. Well, we usually you know, have, but it's going on live on the airwaves, guys. True. We We're chew. trying really hard. We do not yeah. want to upset <laughs> our. We're trying more to not be stupid than uh, obscene, mm-hmm. though. We're doing a bad We're, job of that. Yeah, <laughs> they really go hand in hand. Yeah, yeah most of say. the time, though. 
Well, let's let's let Cal take the steering wheel and see, <laughs> it's it's see if we can like in our community microphone here. Just elevate the dialogue, Cal. Well, actually, I wanted to talk, uh, ask Eric about. Uh, I mean, the fact is, you're obviously the music that you write lends itself to kind of the darker themes that you also write lyrics about. And I was just kind of curious as to like. Is you've you've talked about how revisiting some of those topics, like when you perform, and some of those songs can be painful. Um, but is it also like a cathartic thing for you, or is that more like the writing process, or is it both? No, I think the I, well, it's both. Uh, I think that the performance more so is is cathartic, and and you know, I just put everything that I can into that, and and yeah, and I try to sublimate everything negative that kind of goes on you know, around me into, into music and, and all the things that like, you know, I do like, you know, like I'm a social worker for a living, which is great and I love it, but obviously there's, you know, there's some down, down bummer days that you have, you know, occasionally things that you see and experience over time. And so uh, nothing in my music specifically about any one event is more just like seeing how things are really, you know, and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, cause that was kind of a big shock when I started doing social work, like 14, 15 years ago now, like. It's like wow, this is this world's really way worse than I thought it was. <laughs> Just like below the periphery of my vision, and you know, and then you kind of think about the privilege you have and how you came up in a certain way, and had it pretty good. And I, you know, I have it still really good, but a lot of people I work with don't, and so it's something to think about, you know. But anyways, not to get too much of a bummer. That's it, yes, really, it does. You it just does. said not to be too much. Of a bummer. <laughs> well, I mean. <laughs> Well, you but know, also it's, it's got to be bummer. like... It is yeah. kind of a bummer, all right. You want to know about the bummer. <laughs> okay, you want to know about the bumming? There's the bumming. Yeah. But obviously, you know, the music that you write and the lyrics that you write help mm. a lot of other people out, you know, in, the same, so. in a similar way. I mean, there must cool be something that people come up to you and tell you. Actually, uh, one guy did write me about maybe two years ago, and uh, and he sent me like an email and was like, hey, you know that No Quarter for the Damage record you did back in like 2009? Like I was going through a really rough time and... That was something I listened to like every day, and it really like helped a lot. And I was like, "Cool, man. I mean, I hope you know that's cool. I, you know, I never would have expected that anyone would you know feel that way, but that's that's good. So, if someone gets something positive from it. That's awesome. Sure. It's definitely pretty pretty negative. So, is uh, would you say that music is like your only outlet as as far as like getting aggressions out like that? Yeah, yeah. You, in my adult life, yeah, yeah. When I was a little <laughs> younger, maybe. You know, maybe the, some other things that I'm not so proud of, but, you know. Slightly buffets. less healthy things. Buffets are also a good one, you know. Uh, you do, if you punish your body, it tends to, like, you know, release those endorphins, you know. Yeah. And, yeah, you, you yeah the catharsis that. of the KFC buffet. Hey, that's a little lowbrow. Uh, <laughs> I'm more of an Indian buffet guy nowadays, you know. But I do like the KFC. Okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Even though KFC had a buffet, well, they do in Indiana. Just don't do it. Yeah, yeah, don't you don't want to do it. I have no regrets about it. Oh, man, None. Do you remember how any of it tasted? Yeah, that's great. Okay, no about that. Listen, we should probably talk about actual North Hey, hey, we can talk about the terrible things we did. Yeah, we're gonna just talk about KFC all day, otherwise. Fast food. That's all right. Now, I also wanted to ask you because, like, you do occasionally have like some religious imagery in your lyrics mm-hmm. and um i know it's not like something that you focus on in real life sure. but oh, i'm no. wondering do you like did you have a, a religious upbringing at all uh well no um no. i mean well i'm gonna say yes and no my, my parents and i guess me by proxy are catholic but you know they never like forced me to go to church or anything like that i didn't have that but the community where i lived was extremely religious and I got a lot of, you know, you go to visit a friend or something and, oh, you know, it's Sunday morning, aren't you coming to church with us? You like spent the night or whatever. It's like, no, no, why would I do that? You know, and I, and they call my parents and be like, you know, your son's a heathen, that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, that happened more than once. And, and, you know, it's weird, like, when you step outside sort of the periphery of, like, Urbania, you know, in the city mm-hmm. here, and you go out in the, you know, everywhere else it's just like, wow, this is like a different, it's a different world. You know, it's people just live differently and, and think differently and, and growing up in that, really, I'm just going to be honest, it was terrible. Yeah. Like, just growing up around nothing but ignorance and just like, you know, I remember my first job just being around the most ignorant people and just wanting to like punch every one of them until they could not, you know, <laughs> until they were dead, basically, <laughs> you know? 
Um, but, you know, I didn't do that. And so here I am. <laughs> Turn to music instead. Returning to music. Yes. And so now I put it in music. Yeah. Well, I did do a little Catharsis. bit of that. But no, I didn't kill anyone. Not that I know of. Okay. Not that I know of. In the fourth grade, I worked on... <laughs> 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 and then in the fifth grade, I... Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, let's talk about, like, how you get your sound to be so crushing and pummeling instead. Because the, that's what you're actually crushing is sonic... <laughs> Sonic waves. We're trying. And um, <laughs> I know that you guys have a ton of pedals and other doodads to even amp up the loud even further. Aside from amps, what do you what do you guys do to layer your sounds and make everything really nice and, and big? You mean like in a live scenario or, or like on a recording? Mm, uh, give me an example of each. <laughs> okay, so I mean, for example, what we have now is... Um, surprisingly simple um with there's there's one amp per person uh and there's one speaker cabinet per person um and the stuff that we've been playing lately really it's just i mean that the pile of pedals i, I have out there that's just kind of the board i have for everything that i do so really i'm only turning on the distortion pedal most oh. of the time <laughs> uh, yeah, i was tricked into uh, thinking like uh, all right, uh, like else. the older northless stuff we used to definitely be more pedal heavy i guess um but this this stuff that we're doing right now it's it's pretty much the distortions on or the distortion is off uh reverb pedal and the reverb pedals and that's pretty much it an occasional uh, delay one song one song we play now in current rotation has sure. a delay pedal in it but i think are you when i first heard north i had like 20 pedals on my board yeah literally and when and, and and one of them was like a huge splitter pedal that i used to split 1800 watts of stuff because it was just me and one other guy but it's now down to three pedals. I don't even have a tuner pedal anymore. I just use like a you know headstock tuner. A snark. Uh, mm -hmm. I use a snark. It's <laughs> very, very true. And uh, so it's just distortion reverb and, and a delay pedal. And I probably since the reverb has delay built into it, I probably could even get rid of the delay pedal if mm -hmm. I wanted to. But I'm just not ready to make that commitment yet. Yeah. Just see, so add it to your vocals. Yeah. Right. That's true. You should. Uh, I would like to have reverb on my vocals live, but he wouldn't hear it anyways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I really think that. Uh, like the biggest aspect of it is just uh, us experimenting and like getting a better understanding of, of how all of that stuff works. Like what he said, when we first started, everyone had like two full stacks each and it was like ridiculous. And John wanted to quit the band on his first practice. Uh, my, I was wearing uh, uh, those little foam earplugs. My ears rang for two days afterwards. Oh and I was like, I don't actually think I can... I can do this. And yeah. I just wall my head off with silicone, and it's fine. Yeah. So, and there are fewer watts. We've reined it yeah. in quite a bit. We've yeah. reined it in. But I, I also think, like, tonally and, like, kind of the experience of having the room fill up with all that sound, uh, it's much better now than it was before. Those cabs help a those lot, cabs, too. Those cabs go a long way. Shout out to Emperor Cabs. Yeah. Because yeah, we've been using those same cabs for, God, what, seven years now almost? Yeah. No, it's seven, almost eight years. Mm -hmm. wow. And we and we just re-speakered them for the first time, like all of them, uh, unfortunately, until after we recorded. But so the new speakers we put in, uh, I think, sound better than what we had in there before. And, and they just, you know, everyone's who's seen us since we play with them has been like, oh, wow, that you, says, you guys sound like, like you did years ago. I'm like, it's because we were playing really bad speakers for a bunch <laughs> of years and couldn't afford to re-speaker them because, you know, it's not cheap. But uh, so, but yeah, I like the way they sound. And I think those cabs, having the Guitar 15, you know, people don't realize that a 15 can add something. You know, mm -hmm. it's not like a, mm -hmm. it's not like a something you hear as much as you, what you feel, kind of. You know, so. Yeah, that, that those tones, you know. Those tones. It hits. The, it helps that <laughs> low F sharp come through. Uh, yeah. You know, more than just the 12s would on the. Yeah. Point, so things need to cut. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've told a million people we yeah, do it's, too. It's fine. If you want to play Northless, <laughs> just do everything wrong. <laughs> the tunings are all on the website anyway. Right, tunings are all on the website. Oh, are uh, they? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Totally. Go learn. Go learn everything. Buy a song if you want. That's true. Um, I would. I think that uh, as a guy who's got four notes worth of palette and then some uh, some shimmery bits. Um, <laughs> <laughs> He's talking about drums. You're yeah, talking, talking about, about drums. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yes, it, it applies many places. Shimmery but, bits, uh, huh? Yes. You see, like all these old crusty guitar dudes who like they, don't, they can just plug into like the crappiest solid state amp, and it's you know just like whatever no pedals or anything and it sounds great i feel like as they've gotten older and crustier mm. and more unable to deal with uh, the rigors of the real world <laughs> uh they've their tone has just gotten better as they've become even better players than they were 
when I joined a few years ago. You've got oh, better. we're the crusty old guys. Yeah. yeah. Oh. No, 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 no. I wasn't yeah. going to be like, yeah. <laughs> what you were talking about. No, yeah, where, where, where are you going with this? I'm telling you, man. Like, never mind. You've gotten better drums, too. Shut up. Oh, man. Ouch. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Spoiler alert. And see, but the problem with playing drums is that, like, your, your joints just get crappy after a while. So, You're like, fine. I'm disintegrating, and you guys are have, living your best lives. Well, oh, yeah. I don't know Whoa. about all that. Whoa. Let's not here. Let's get back on topic. I mean, we're living, but just barely. Well, actually, we got to get you guys out. Uh, this interview has flown by. Oh, we got to yeah. get you guys out. Uh, but y- before we get you out there, you should tell people a little bit about the new album and where they can get it and what mm-hmm. formats it's going to be. Yeah. So, uh, well, the album actually came out on, on Friday, um, and it's called Last Bastion of Cowardice. Um, and it's available on um, LP through a uh, local label, which is Halo of Flies Records. And, um, and I'm sure there's some stores locally you can get it at. I think. Uh, um, Rushmore, Rushmore would have one for sure on this down in Bayview, and then it's available um, also in Gilead Media from Oshkosh also co-released that with Halo of Flies, and then the CD version is also out now. It's on Init Records, um, and then as a tape, a cassette tape version uh, on Hand of Death Records, which is uh, a label based out of Illinois, Champaign, Champaign right? Illinois. Thank you. Yes, and then Init's based out of Sioux Falls, South Dakota, or no, Minneapolis, Minneapolis. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, I thought it was. I think he's originally from Sioux Falls. Anyway, if you need links to any of these places uh, to buy this stuff, you can go to Northless.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also on Bandcamp. Uh, the record is available streaming in full on Metal Injection right now. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, really, you know, just if you see us at a show, we've only got a couple shows left this year, but uh, you know, you can buy it from us then. Yeah, we should probably plug our shows. Hey. Yeah, where probably. are those shows and when? <laughs> yeah. So Friday, right? So Friday, December fifteenth, we're playing in Madison at the Wisco, um, and uh, we're playing with this band. I think. Corridore, I think is yep. it. Corridore, um, Asith, who are also playing with the day after, and Sunless, who are also playing the day after. So it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. We, those are those are both really really good bands, uh, and we're excited that they're coming to play. And then the day after, we're playing Milwaukee, which is Saturday the sixteenth um, at the Cactus Club with it's you know obviously us, Sunless, Asith, and then Pig's Blood, who are a local death metal band, uh, really really good. So awesome. Mm-hmm. Sounds like good stuff. Come yeah, up. and that's technically our release show, but you know. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll have you play one of those new songs. And okay. People can hear what they're going to see on the 16th here yeah. in Milwaukee. And yeah. then we'll get you back in here for something, a horse of a different color. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see about that. All right. So we'll be right back with more <laughs> music from Northless in just a second. Do not go anywhere. You guys mind? Greetings, human scum. My name is Odorus Sirongas, lead singer of Guar, and I am listening to 91.7 WMSZFM because Sleazy P. Martini told me to. Thank you very much. This is Joe Wong, host of The Trap Set, a show about the lives of drummers. Drummers are usually the least interviewed members of the band, but they often have the most interesting things to say. From world-famous superstars to unheralded geniuses, The Trap Set features the life stories of the artists that laid the foundation for some of the greatest music ever created. Listen every Tuesday at noon, right here on 91.7 WMSE. You've seen how recent hurricanes have devastated whole communities, flooding and destroying homes. Join Habitat for Humanity as we work with families to repair and rebuild. You can help someone desperately in need of a place to call home. We will rebuild, but only with your help. Visit Habitat.org to support Habitat's work. All right, you are tuned in to WMSC for Local Live, and uh, tonight our guest is Northless. They just went back out into the studio. We did a little interview with them, and they're going to do one final song. It is an epic, epic song. It's called, well, it is the, the title track from their new album called Last Bastion of of Coward, Cowardice. Is that right? Okay, I'm reading Nick's writing. He's a neat writer. And it looks good. <laughs> All right, so Nick and crew, Northless, here's their second set. 
uh, on WMSC's Local Live, live from the Bob and Jeannie Freeman Live Performance Studios. Here we go.
Hi, whenever I'm desperate to listen to something that I don't have in my record collection, I listen to WMSE Radio. This is Keith from Decrytson, and hope you tune in. COA Youth and Family Centers help Milwaukee children, teens, and families reach their greatest potential through a continuum of educational, recreational, and social work programs offered through its urban community centers and rural camp facility. Established in 1906, COA serves low-income children and families in Milwaukee. They focus on three core areas, early child development, youth development, and community development. To find out more about COA Youth and Family Centers, visit coa-yfc.org. That's coa-yfc.org. Want to know what your favorite DJ just played? WMSE playlists are available at WMSE.org. Just visit WMSE.org, hover over the schedule, and click playlists to see the band, song, and album for every song played by WMSE DJs. And if you absolutely must have that song or album, click buy it. WMSC receives a portion of all sales generated by WMSE playlists. It's a little bit funny This feeling Alrighty then We are back in the WMSC studios With Northless for This Is Your Song Give the, the band a little chance To talk about their influences And this one is a little Out of left field and I feel like it might be a, An Eric pick <laughs> I mean it, it 100% is it It is? Pick of mine Okay Yeah I, I, was, I thought you might actually Yeah so, Eric, what did you pick and why? Well, I, I, I picked Eddie Grant um, because I, I every time I hear his music, it really makes me smile. Name yeah. another song of his. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I know two of his songs <laughs> very well, and I have the record that Retro Avenue is on, but I you prefer... Do I do. I do. Wow. I got it at a rummage sale. Oh, all right. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So you haven't owned it since childhood? Like well, no, I've owned it since I was probably like that 22 or something. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's, it's in there. <laughs> Way to hang on to something. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but I, I really like the Romance in the Stone. Do we, are we doing Romance in the Stone? We're going to do Electric Avenue. That's great, too. I love them both. <laughs> that one, I think Nick's ears perked up a little bit about You that. want more than Electric Avenue? That's good. Yeah. Romance in the Stone. Romance in the Stone is that chorus, stone. though. I'm a man in the stone. Oh my God. Yeah, man. Leave it out. Leave it. I love it. Can we, can we turn that up? Fine. Can we turn that up? Yeah, the FCC. Man in the stone. No, not that. Somewhere Michael Douglas' court. Just put a hand through the. He's still alive. That guy's not dead. He looks rough. That's the most metal thing you could have said about Michael Douglas. Kathleen Turner might be dead. I'm not sure. She's cool. She's very cool. All right. Um. Th- so eventually, you're going to do a cover of of Electric Avenue, correct? I think I'm going to steer more towards Romance and Stone. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So coming to a Northless yeah. show yeah. near it you. Combined my love of movies and Eddie Grant. <laughs> Did you hear about the metal band Necromancing the Stone? <laughs> just I, you know, I have actually. <laughs> Should we just play? No, I have heard of that actually. I haven't heard them. But. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to play the song. This is. This is. That's a good note to just yeah. Eddie Grant, Electric yes, Avenue, right. going back to 
Tonight's edition of Local Live on WMSC is supported by Club Garibaldi. Located at 2501 South Superior Street in Bayview. Open seven days a week, Club Garibaldi serves burgers, hot wings, and more. And features live music weekly. For more information and Club Garibaldi's live music events, visit clubgaribaldi.com. Alrighty, there you have it. Eddie Grant's Electric Avenue. It is 31 degrees here in Milwaukee. You are tuned in to WMSC. It is 7 o'clock. We are Frontier Radio, a live and listener-supported broadcast of the Milwaukee School of Engineering. My name is Aaron, here with Cal and with Northless for uh, Local Live. Uh, fellows, do you have any last words to say about your shows and how to find your album? Uh, I guess do that whole thing again. Should we do that whole, should we do that whole thing again? Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, well, so a record came out, the new record came out on the 17th, which was Friday, and you can get it on LP through Halo of Flies Records, or through Gilead Media, they both uh, co-released it. It's also available on CD through Init Records, I-N-I-T, Init Records, and um, cassette tape through Hand of Death Records. Um, and you can get it now. And it's on streaming on Metal Injection website. They did an interview with me on there, and uh, they're streaming the whole record there for uh, foreseeable future. So. Very so check out cool. Northwest.com for any of these links to any of these things and mm-hmm. also to uh, listen to some of these tunes as well as every other tune in our catalog. <laughs> oh, illustrious though good. it may be. Yeah. yeah, there's a few of them. Yeah. A few? There's <laughs> a lot. <laughs> we have a few records. Yeah, they're all great. <laughs> well, hey, I appreciate you saying that. Yeah. Thanks a lot for having us, you guys. Yeah, of course. I appreciate it. Thank you. We always look forward to having you come in and shake the records off of our shelves. Indeed. Well, hey, I mean, you know, I'm mean, sure the Eddie Grant record was sitting up there. No, <laughs> 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 I'll bring you a copy. All right, sweet. Your rummage copy. Uh, we'll find another rummage copy. That. I'm not coming. Remember, give me my original. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we'll move on with these uh, closing credits here, huh? All right. We want to thank everybody for tuning into tonight's edition of Local Live on WMSE. Local Live is a production of WMSE Radio, recorded and broadcast live from the Bob and Jeannie Friedman Live Performance Studio on the downtown campus of the Milwaukee School of Engineering. Local Live is produced by Aaron Wolf and Cal Roach and engineered by Billy Cicerelli. Hospitality for Local Live artists provided by Cedar Teeth Pizza, who can be found online at cedarteeth.com. Anodyne Coffee, who can be found online at anodynecoffee.com, and by Sprecher Brewing Company. More information at sprecherbrewery.com. For upcoming guests and archives of past local live performances, visit wmse.org. And tune in again next Tuesday at 6 p.m. for another edition of Local Live. Yeah, we've got a hardcore band called Detentione from Milwaukee. They're going to come in, talk about their music. They're going to Japan on tour in April. That's pretty cool. So Very exciting. Get the scoop on that. All right, you guys have a great night. Stay tuned because Midnight Radio is up next. There's an interview with a band of all things, too, at 7.15, so don't go anywhere. Seaway will be talking with us. They're playing the rave tonight. So... We'll see you next week. Bye.